Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MoPod, brought to you by MoDate, where we discuss all things modern orthodoxy from dating to the Upper West Side and everything in between. I'm your host, Evan Harris, and we have a great guest for you today. Let's get to it. Before I introduce today's guest, MoDate has reached an incredible milestone as we have surpassed 1,000 MoDaters. When I first started MoDate, I had no idea it would grow this much. With help from a lot of good friends, including my CTO, Magenta, the Goons, the Accepts, and more, we have turned MoDate into a real force in the modern Orthodox world. While 1,000 is an awesome number, job's not finished, and I'm looking forward to improving MoDate and continuing to pump the volume. Today, I'm sitting down with Chicago native, co-founder of the Yeshiva University Marketing Society, and MoDate connector extraordinaire, Lauren Sorcher. How you doing, Lauren? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. You know, Lauren's been a fantastic MoDate connector for a number of months now. Definitely a huge supporter of the program, and it's it's great to have you here. So, you know, as we mentioned, you are a Chicago native. I was recently in Chicago for the wedding of Ari Karish and Audrey Fretzen, beautiful wedding. But, you know, this was my first time in Chicago, and it raised a lot of questions in my mind about just why people live there and kind of the whole mentality of the place. And it also got me thinking about just generally New York and New Jersey and the fact that a lot of people, I think, our age, you know, we're both 24, 25. And I don't hear a lot of our friends saying that they want to live in New York their whole lives. I hear a lot of people saying they want to live outside of New York, New Jersey. And just kind of thinking, like, where do you think people are going to end up going? Do you think the Chicago neighborhood is going to be, you know, more popular for people of our generation in the future or people are going to end up elsewhere? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, you raise good points. Those are all good questions. I do think that, um, I mean, I obviously am coming from an out-of-town mind. I'm a little biased. I do hope that people move to Chicago and I would love to see the community thrive. Um, I definitely think with the future of working remotely, I do think people moving outside New York, New Jersey area is a huge possibility. People don't feel as limited anymore. Um, that being said, I do think a lot of people probably um, aim to live like where they grew up, where their families are. So I wonder, I don't really know, but I'm curious if um, it might be like those who are from out of town move out of town and a lot of people from in town stay, something like that. Do you think that people are mostly all talk? Like, do you think these people that are claiming there's no way I move back to this random place in New York or New Jersey are actually not going to move there? Or when it all push comes to shove, people are actually just going to move where they're from and where their parents are and just take the safe approach. So I actually, I do disagree with it, but I, I don't just, I don't really agree with like the ending part. I, I think that when push comes to shove, people will see that like there are bigger things in life than like, I don't know, proving that you were right in high school when you said something. Like, I think people realize, like, you get married, you want to have a family. Like, there are other factors that go into deciding where you want to live other than, like, you like the heat in Miami. I don't know. Are you saying you don't like the heat in Miami? I like it in the winter. But not in the summer. It's too hot for me. I All right. I mean, I, okay. I mean, I think it's still worth it. Uh, that's obviously a debatable topic. But my point is just that, like, Listen, I'm not the most spiritual person out there. I don't claim to be, but I do think people need to realize, like, to say, I'm never going to live in the five towns, like, listen, you'll, you'll see where life brings you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think making those statements is ridiculous at this age. When do you think it's appropriate to make those statements? 
when someone is genuinely preparing for their future, making decisions, I would say, like, I don't want to say, like, married, because you don't have to be married to to settle down in a specific city. Um, but I do think when you get to an age where you feel that you're ready to make long-term decisions. Got it. So it, it begs the question of age versus stage. I don't know if you ever heard this topic being discussed before about how it doesn't really matter how old you are when you're in, I guess, this bubble of the young professional community that we're in, but more so the stage of life that you're in. So do you think that deciding where to live is more so a stage question of, you know, once you're married, once you're settled down, once you maybe even have kids, that's when you're really setting roots? Or is it more an age thing? Like even if, let's say, someone who's 35 and and single or recently married and they don't have any kids, like do you think it's different for someone who's 23 and married with kids compared to someone who's 35 and single or it's it's really just about the age or the stage um good question i actually haven't heard that before but i like it i do think it rhymes i don't know if you realize that it rhymes i did realize but thanks for finding that okay that's i think that's i think that's what makes it special i think it makes it special that it rhymes i think that's why people use some sayings that are nice that don't rhyme no most sayings that are nice (laughs) rhyme um i do think for the most part it's stageless and obviously i'm not at a point where I'm married with kids and like I'm thinking about that so like for myself right now um I would assume that it's staged because I don't know like when people ask me like right obviously like I think you mentioned I live on the west side and and people ask me like if I'm planning on like living here like New York west side for like a while and I say like short term yes like my plan was always to move to the west side short term like I'm just not sure after that you live on the upper west side yes Do do you think it's inappropriate to call it the West Side due to the Lower West Side. Do you think you're like leaving out the Lower West Side when you just say the clearly, West Side? Clearly not, because I said West Side. Do you think it was inappropriate that I said West Side? I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of mean to the Lower West Side to just call it the West Side. But I'm including them. I think it's nice. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what our listeners agree will think agree. about that. Yeah. Let us know. Write in who you agree with. <laughs> Anyway, you were saying yeah. So you're currently living on the Upper West Side, and yeah. you don't anyway, know yet. Long story short, I think it's. For the most part, stage, I think different factors, like, I think at some point, if someone is still single and old, I don't want to give an age because I don't know how long people live here, but older to a point where they don't feel like there's a community for them here anymore, they might decide to move elsewhere, you know, um, whether it be out of town or someplace in town or in the suburbs, um, that they might feel like they're ready for that next stage of their life, even though they're still single or whatever. All right, great. I mean, I'm glad you understood the question because the way I asked it didn't really make sense. And so uh, I I think your answer definitely made sense. I think it is more so about stage. Obviously, you know, at any point, anyone can move anywhere. It's just a matter of being where you're most comfortable and being at a point of your life where you could either take that risk or shouldn't take that risk. Yeah, I also think it's important. Um, I mentioned the word community, and I do think it's important to live somewhere where you feel that there is a community for you for you to be happy for you to be social for for you to feel comfortable so i think that plays a big factor as well got it so now that you mentioned the word community you know it's a topic of conversation that i actually had a deep philosophical conversation about with some friends while i was in florida a great place in december of 2021 
we were speaking about kind of how we resonate with Judaism. And so we were giving like the top reasons why we feel like we connect to Judaism the most. And a couple of us were saying the number one reason was community. Others were saying they just believe that Judaism is a virtuous ideology, that Judaism is just the right religion. And, and that's why they resonate so much with being Jewish. So what would you say is the primary reason you resonate with Judaism? I feel like that is a deep and personal question. If I It is. Honest. It is deep. But and I, personal. I trust you and I trust our listeners. So, um, yeah, happy to share. Um, I, I think for me, it's, it's community. I think, um, I feel the biggest sense of pride in my Judaism when either unfortunately something terrible happens or if something great happens and you, you really see the Jews coming together. Um, however that may be, whether it's on social media or, um, or in certain neighborhoods or elsewhere. Um, yeah, I, when I feel that sense of community, that's really when I feel, um, most proud to be a Jew. I agree. So the greatest community of college-aged Jews has to be Yeshiva University and Stern College. So you went to Stern and, you know... Cy Sims, actually. Cy Sims, which, I mean, isn't it part of Stern? No. What do you mean, three no? separate schools. Oh, Cy Sims is its own... Oh, really? Cy Sims is a business school. Stern College is the women's school. And then Yeshiva College is the men's school. And then there are two campuses. You're, t- you're saying I went to, I lived on Barron campus, which is the female campus. Okay. Lauren lived in Midtown, the, in Midtown during college. Uh, so I went to Baruch College. I don't know if you're aware of that. And I lived downtown and it always boggled my mind how, you know, the number one Jewish community college campus, you know, no one stays in for Shabbos really. So I don't know if that's really true also at the Barron campus in the in Midtown or only in the Heights. I don't have to call it the, okay, the Wolf campus in the Heights, but I'm just wondering like why you think that is. Like why are all these YU students not staying in for Shabbos? And do you think it's a shame or do you think it's it makes sense? I think you're you're claiming, you're, you're stating a big statement there when you say nobody stays in. Listen, maybe not your types of, people stay in you know which which might be a problem but there are people who stay in it's definitely something that's been worked on that is continuously being worked on i definitely think it's improved during covid because a lot of people don't like at the height of it weren't going home back and forth between home and campus every week um but part of the problem is that at least on barren campus i'll say i can't speak for wealth um is that there's not a real like campus like camp like you're you're in midtown Manhattan it's like it's not a real campus um, and a lot of the in towners will just go home Thursday night right after class come back Sunday night or Monday morning and because they would go home that made us out of towners not want to stay in because then they're like a, a big part of YU is the in towners. Um, why they would go home, I, I can't answer that. I'm not an in-towner. Do you, when you say in-towner, do negative feelings like arise in your chest? Like, are, are you thinking bad thoughts when you say in-towner? Like, are you generalizing, you know, everyone from New York and New Jersey? Some people say that people from LA are in-towners. Uh, that's yeah. a conversation I've been, happen- I've been having. I say no. no. 
Didn't Solomon say that last episode? Solomon said it last episode, and other friends of mine have agreed with him since then. I disagree. I'll tell you. So to answer your question, not to make this personal, but when I say the word in town, I do say it with a negative feeling. Um, Just a quick example. My first ever introduction to this in town versus out of town thing was when I went to Israel for the year and New Yorkers were being called in-towners in Israel. And I was like, what do you mean they're in-towners? We're all in a different country. But the fact, it's it's more just the way they viewed themselves as the in-towners. Like, it it rubbed me the wrong way. So, actually, I, I roomed with someone in Israel who was also from Chicago. And, right. yeah, and a good friend of Lauren's. And I was once telling him about the yeshiva league and he asked me if i could add him to the facebook group <laughs> so that that is something that does not exist in case you were wondering I, I truthfully i shouldn't laugh at him like i didn't know what it was until i got to israel either okay it's okay it's okay anyway so you know you presumably had a great time at stern you know yeah. because you decided to continue your career with Yeshiva University. So I would like to hear more about what you do now. You know, what's it like working for the place that you went to college? You know, like you ever going to, I mean, yeah. What's it like working for the place you went to college? We don't have to ask any future career plans. Thank you for that. Um, Yeah. So for all of you who don't know, I currently work in the Yeshiva University's marketing department. Um, I am a marketing manager for undergraduate studies and I'm also the social media manager for um, the university as a whole. So essentially um, what I do, I kind of break it down into three parts for people. Um, The first part would be event marketing. So any on-campus events, whether it be the open house, Model UN, Sarah Check, um, all those things, graduation, um, I help out, I work on those events with people, the marketing for it, deliverables, anything that's needed. Um, The second part is email marketing. So I work on getting emails out to any high school students who are interested in coming to YU, who are applying to YU, who honestly haven't even heard of YU that are looking into colleges that it might be a good fit for. And then the third part, which is probably the biggest part right now, is media, whether it be print media or social media. And um, you live in the five towns, you've probably seen our billboard once or twice. Yeah, I mean, I also always see Facebook ads with the middle person popping Mm -hmm. out. Uh, My friend Max Cohen has often been the middle person there. So that's always cool to see. Are are you you are you choose the middle person or do you are are you (laughs) just design that? I can't answer. But um, yeah, so I help work on the billboards, the print ads that are in a bunch of the Jewish papers. Um, And then, yeah, so that's an example of an ad that we um, created a social media version as well. Um, But then also just day to day stuff like daily posts, um, you know, stuff like that. So I I heard you mention the word deliverables. Uh, Did that make you feel cool using the word deliverable? Is that something you use on a day to day basis to make you feel more professional? Or is that was that like a one off? So I actually it was a one off. I didn't know how to explain it other than using the term that we use at the office. Um, but some of my friends do say that I speak professionally, which is kind of like when I shouldn't be like, I'll use words like speak instead of talk or like 
I say as well sometimes to my friends and they'll just laugh at me. But it's hard, you know, with work, like you want to speak professionally there and then it all gets jumbled up sometimes. All right. Yeah. I mean, we could circle back to why you later. So you mentioned that you live on the West side, but you meant the Upper West side. And so I'm wondering how long you've been here. I want to hear more about your experience on the Upper West side, you know, things you're looking forward to. Have you ever heard of the, I guess you could call it icebreaker rose buds and thorns? No. So essentially after you've just had like a vacation or maybe even just like a, an exciting time with with someone you could ask them what are your rosebud thorns and so basically the way it works is that your rose is like highs and lows no, so your rose is your high your thorn is your low like in camp and, we used to ask like what are your highs and lows of the week i mean that's a boring way to do it though here we got rosebuds and thorns so we got roses are the highs no, Thorns are the lows. Because they symbolize my favorite show, The Bachelor. I actually have a Bachelor podcast. If you're interested, DM me. What is the name of your Bachelor podcast? You're we'll not willing to there. say? We'll okay. Does but it yeah. also does it also cover The Bachelorette or no? Yeah, of course. Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. Is it year-round? Is The well, Bachelor just, ever not on? A few months a year, which are not my favorite months. But um, we actually just started this season. My friend Rena and I, shout out Rena. Um, so this is our first ever season um podcasting it but we plan to yeah cover everything in the in the series very nice i've only watched a half hour actually no i've watched almost an episode of the bachelor if you combine the two times i've watched the bachelor well since i'm coming on your podcast maybe we could have a swap you could watch the next episode and and be my guest uh perhaps perhaps definitely perhaps (laughs) so anyway perhaps is another word that i use perhaps i've used all the time anyway so We're talking about, you know, your rose buds and thorns on the Upper West Side. So I'm wondering, I mean, obviously you might not have them like right off the bat. You could do something more general if it's easier for you than picking a specific thing. Buds, by the way, are things you're looking forward to. Oh, wait, what? So roses are the highs, right? Oh, they're three. Yeah, it's it's roses, buds, and thorns, but it's called rose buds and thorns. Oh, I thought you were saying like rose buds. Yeah, yeah. People get confused. Rose, buds, and thorns. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. So can you explain the three? Roses is like the best thing okay. about living on the broad side thorns is the worst thing and buzz is what you're looking forward to the most okay um so going back to probably five minutes ago now to answer your first question in this long series of questions i have lived here since i graduated from stern in may 2019 i moved here august 2019 so almost two and a half years now um however many of those months were taken away when covid hit i Went back to Chicago for seven months. Um, and so, whatever, you could do the math. But um, I was only here, I'd say, like, six months before COVID. And because I was so new and I was told that, like, I was too young for the West Side because in Stern, um, most people are only there for three years. So my friends and I from Stern graduated before people my age elsewhere. We all moved to the Upper West Side, and there were very few people our age. So um, there weren't that, that many people here for us to um, become friends with. So it wasn't that great of a start. And then obviously COVID hit and it wasn't great to continue. Um, What were some of your other questions? So that's your thorn? Wait, wait, no, no, that was just my intro. But wasn't there another question before my rosebuds and thorns? I think we're we're just good with the rosebuds and thorns. So um, my rose for living here would probably be at this point, the amount of people I've met, the amount of friends I've made, um, and just the amount of friends I have here 
from beforehand. So, for Skewed. example, hmm? that's very cute. Oh, Skute, as they say on Facebook posts sometimes. In the Yeshiva League? They say skute. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have a lot of friends from Chicago who live here. My sister actually lives here, which is really fun. Um, and then I have a bunch of friends from Stern, and then I've made a bunch of friends um, here as well. So that would be my rose. My bud would be... I actually love the Upper West Side in the summers because um, one of my favorite things to do during my free time with friends is to go on walks either in Central Park or by the river. So um, that's my bud. Okay. And then my thorn would probably be... um, This podcast. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Close a close (laughs) second. I'd say COVID. I mean, but like who's... Thorn isn't COVID. Like on the West Side, like it made it hard. Like I stopped going to Shul for many months and there was like no way to meet anyone. Definitely makes sense. I totally hear you. So... We're going to do this new segment here on the Mopod uh, Mopod lightning round where I just fire off some quick questions and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready for that? I'm not a fast person. Okay, well, you'll you'll be fast. Where is the best place to get a haircut in New York City? Oh, I go home. What do you mean home? You live in Chicago. Yeah. You go home to get a haircut? No, when I'm home, I, I, I get haircuts. How often do you get haircuts? Twice a year, three times a year. Oh, okay. So I guess it's doable. All right. Wow. You've never gotten a haircut in New York City? I don't think so. No. Wow. Okay. What is your favorite restaurant in New York City? Tempura. What is the best date place in New York City? Could be the same answer. Um, the best date place in New York City. Oh, I was actually at this bar one time. I've never been on a date there, but as I was there, I was like, this would be a great date place. It's called the Amesworth. Where is it? On 26th. I wrote it down, actually. Okay. Um, hold on. While you're looking that up, where's the worst... Yeah, the Amesworth on 26. Where's the worst date place in New York City? Any rest... Oh, first date place? Not first date, uh, just uh, worst. Um, I don't know. We've had a lot of controversy I mean, about Dave and Buster's. Are you pro or anti-Dave and Buster's on a date? I'm not like that. I don't care that much, um, but the stats say no. Gotcha. All right. Who do you prefer, Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber? Ooh. Okay, it was Justin Bieber until Taylor Swift's 10-minute version of All Too Well. Okay. So now I'm touring. And final lightning round question. In 10 years, where are you more likely to live, New York or Chicago? Hopefully Chicago, but open to both. Okay, thank you, Lauren Sorcher, for coming on the Mopod. Anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off? Um, yeah, you can find me at, at Lauren Sorcher on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Anywhere else? How do we find the podcast? The Bachelor Podcast. Oh, the Bachelor Podcast. Oh, DM me for that. All right. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Pump the volume.